What is up, y'all? It's me, Tasha C, and welcome to the Tasha C Show. Shout out to my YouTube and my podcast fans, hugs and love and all the above. Happy holidays and more. Of course, again, I'm a little bit late, a whole month and then some late, y'all. But I figured I need to, you know, step up and pop up again. You know, it's uh, December 20th. The twenty fifth, twenty twenty, and um, Christmas, Jesus' birthday. And some people may not think it is, but like I said, happy holidays and everyone. Have a good day, even if you don't believe in this day or whatever. Um, but um, you know, happy Hanukkah and upcoming will be happy Kwanzaa, and um, it's eleven. Whoop! Um, gosh, gosh. <laughs> I'm half asleep and stuff. <laughs> it's one twenty three in the morning a.m. So, I think I'm going to do a quick show. I'm going to do a couple of podcasts before the end of the year to make up with it. Hopefully, I won't, you know, you know, pop up where my next one will be late. But anyway, y'all, sorry I'm all over the place. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's been happening. Even though we in the middle of Rona, y'all, it seems like stuff happens quite a bit. I am here at the moment with my uh, furry uh, great-nephew, Mr. Fluffy. He's usually quiet. I mean, um, dogs in him, but I mean, sometimes once in a while, he, you know, he might hear a bark, but that's very random. But, you know, like I said, <laughs> he actually is here. Okay. But anyway, y'all, like I said, a lot has been happening, even though, um, you know, Rona is still in place. Okay. So, I'll talk about maybe a few things in this episode, talk about other things next episode, whatever, as much as I can. Um, but first, furthermore, I want to talk, not to bring, you know, the, the energy down or bring sadness or whatnot, but the real reality is, is that there's been, you know, heaven has been getting uh, quite a bit of few um, angels and stuff, okay? So... Um, sadly, sure enough that actually, you know, there has been people now we, you know, about Asher Beck, even though he was dealing with, um, pancreatic cancer stage four cancer, since I think he announced it like the beginning of last year. Um, but it was still sad, you know, that he passed away. Um, God so, you know, Sean Connery had passed away, I think the beginning of the beginning of this month or the end of last month, even though he lived to be, the age, I think, in his early 90s or 90, you know, it was so sad. You know, it's the original and one of the best James Bonds, okay? You know, look up that series. But also, um, it was sad to say, but to hear that, um, actually, uh, uh, Wendy Williams' mother had passed away. And I remember her being on the show, but she didn't say, so I don't know exactly when she had passed away, but she did pass away, um, weeks ago. So I don't know exactly what it is because Wendy Williams, at least in my knowledge, has not the same knowledge. But, you know, condolences with people, family or people who have lost people due to the Rona or just in general and other reasons. But also it was sad to hear about um, Natalie. Now, Natalie, uh, did, uh, read, oh, it was, this was just a shocker. She was battling colon cancer. And not too long ago, we already know we had lost King um, uh, Chadwick Boswell, you know, um, also had passed away of dealing, battling with, I think, with colon cancer as well. So she had passed away. That was just so shocking. Um, she began passed away in the beginning of this year. Um, also, too, um, 
um, um, King also like Tommy Tommy Les Lester Jr. If you wonder who the heck that is, he used to be you know a wrestler. Also, one of his famous known seems to know from Debo from the classic movie uh, Friday franchises. I think he was you know out of two or three um up. I think yeah, I don't think he was in the third one, but that was also. Oh, so I forgot also that I did not mention that actually that there was another legend. And if y'all remember such movies as Set It Off and like certain uh, Spike Lee films, for example, we lost a legend actor to Thomas Jefferson Bird, who had passed away actually in like early October due to, oh, that just ticks me off, due to unfortunately the fact of somebody who said actually he was actually passed away due to or the sixth of act of violence. Okay. Um, he was murdered. And I think they have found the body. Hopefully, if I have time to, depending how many podcasts that I do, y'all, uh, you know, I, I also have a story. I have a lot of tabs saved. I have a lot of, um, you know, um, stories to talk about. But, you know, also, you know, the passing of King Von, the rapper, you know, that that's sad mess we were so we already had lost like i think you know last year was like uh you had juice world you had um oh gosh juice world pop smoke um Ma- I, don't, I am not trying to say the man but but i mean he was also talented too but he had passed away well wasn't y'all i think last year um not make my um Oh my gosh, it is on the top of my head. It's not like I don't remember who the heck it is, but it'll probably come to me when I say it. But like I said, it's just that it has been really, um, really, you know, like really just really sad, you know. But remember, you know, remember, I think it was like 10 or even 11 years ago, James Brown was passing, and I just hate to pass, you know, like I said, it's, it's just a lot. But. Like I was saying, oh yeah, Mac Miller. Okay. Now, now let's get into, like I said, some some story. Of course, due to the fact I'm behind a lot, y'all, there is going to be a lot of lands probably in these next couple podcasts. Which land stands for y'all? It's your first time here. What is land? Land is late ass news. Okay. It is news that I don't get to to the last minute. I mean, and might be lar as well which i probably use for late ass reviews okay and if i may decide to do reviews in the future that may be behind you know whether it's a couple weeks or maybe a couple months of folk if i feel like it so you might get land or lar and so it's late ass something okay <laughs> so anyways y'all like i said this may not be a long podcast but i just wanted to say a couple things now i wanted to talk real quick starting about the powerful performance that I seen of Chloe and Harley. It was, they, they uploaded to YouTube about a performance that they had, I guess for all female series, I guess virtual concert that Variety Riley's has. And I guess what Verizon Wireless uh, users, you know, um, client, you know, clients who have um, Verizon Wireless can see these concerts or whatever, you know, it's a specific stream or, you know, access to it. And they had clips and ghost memes, you know, all on, you know, Instagram and stuff. That's usually what I be on, you know, y'all. It, it's very something I use Twitter. I usually, I'm usually more so Twitter just to like share um, stuff or repost things. I don't, I, I, I don't usually interact on there or even be, you know, like usually, you know, going on there to watch other people's posts. Okay. But anyway, 
Um, so Cleo Holly, you know, two talented sisters. I think they're under um Beyonce's Ivy Car. I know I think they're under her record label or something. And um, they this is the second half of the last album that they came out, which is actually Ungodly Irish, just one of their songs. Um, and then they had a first album, but they actually, you know, they're wonderful singers, they look like they're, they're beautiful, they have beautiful voices, they can play instruments. I think they're also songwriters, they're phenomenal. And I remember actually watching them on YouTube when they were younger, watching some of their performances, they were recommendations, and it was just, I think, and I think I remember. If y'all remember back in the day, if y'all watched the YouTube when Spoken Reasons came out and he used to feature certain people. And then that's where I found out the link about these young ladies when they were, you know, still kids, they were good girls. And they, you know, they had them like they were singing for him to buy some Girl Scout cookies. Okay, of course I would know, <laughs> like, it was radio, well, you know, they're like, that's the reason why I know about that particular thing. But that's why I could have sworn I remember being introduced to them, you know. Um, instead of being recommendations, and I watched, you know, a lot of their performances. Like I said, they are very talented. They used to have like covers of Beyonce songs, um, for example. And it was so, like I said, they are very, very talented. And um, so they have performance, y'all. Now it's been allegedly, I'm gonna say all caps, allegedly that Cleo, which is the oldest sister, and also the one who, you know is a little bit, you know, she kind of reveals more so she's like a little bit more, to me, Hailey seems, Hailey seems to be a little bit of a shy one, Hailey's also supposed to be the one like when they do a live action version, I think, or movie live action version of the new Little Mermaid, uh, I think she's supposed to have that role, um, but Chloe's like, seems to, you know, seems to be the one that's a little bit more, like she might wear something, something's a little bit more revealing, she's, you know, like, she's actually a little bit more outgoing. Both of them are, like I said, are, you know, it just seems like Holly's a little bit more shyer to me. Um, or, you know, shyer or shy. Um, same damn word. Why do I say it like that? But anyway. So, that people were talking about the performance. In this one clip, y'all, I had to see. Because, like I said, besides the song Do It, I have not heard their first or second album. Like I said, I kind of have not really been listening to them as much when it became those. But that has all changed. <laughs> now, I'll be back listening to them again okay um y'all i sat there and watched you know the meaning we're talking about the cancer glory stuff like that so it's a song called for- for- uh, forgive me y'all I, like i said it is powerful like i said i need to listen they hold both of their albums completely because like i said i've heard like from ashley miller youtube i've heard like great reviews about this album okay and I listened like to a lot because somebody, I guess they have, you know, a Cleo Hallett channel up there, uploaded the performance. Um, I haven't listened to the whole thing, but majority of it, I guess they'll so they have an interview afterwards. And I also need to watch their tiny desk concert, your at home version too, that they recently had too, whatever y'all, because like I said, they are phenomenal. Maybe this might be a short podcast, surprisingly, and I may just be only talking about the Chloe and Holly thing. Okay. <laughs> you know try to get you know the you know the rust off and stuff you know get back into this but anyway y'all now chloe when they part when they said like you know first of all when chloe's in that part when she was like when sing the whole part you got me effed up effed up you know i'm trying to wait because we still on the 10 minute mark whatever y'all oh my god she was like and she did it with so much power like it was personal 
Like she was saying it towards somebody. And allegedly, like I just said, like two minutes ago, that she was involved with Diggy Simmons. And, you know, that's the one she's actually talking about. And that's where she's being more emotional. So it's, it's really, she deformers. And then all of a sudden, Hadley sitting apart, forgive me. I, I ain't about to sing because, you know, they're trying to be funny together. But that's copyright thing. And, um, she did a part. And Chloe's let it be known, like, she was feeling the music and she was able to drop it down low, that part. And I was like, oh, okay. That, I mean, because some people... You know, not everybody is, like, going to agree, like, their talent. And it's understandable because everybody's got different opinions. But it's interesting to see how some people comments are trying to make it seem as if, oh, they need to go solo. Why? Actually, even though Chloe's the more outgoing one, it seems like, and Holly's, like I said, the more shy or not, it's, like, active. Because, like I said, when it came to second verse, Chloe, I mean, they had these beautiful outfits. I don't know who styled them especially, but it was fire, okay? It... It, it that was the um they were dressed cute anyway but i'm just saying that that was that was that was dope and then also when the second verse came with give me and chloe show side and you just see um okay i don't want to say the part but you know that popular song that's still out called body by mega stallion i am about to say that or oh, booty everywhere I mean, she just let it be known with dance music. And so whoever was filming that concert and, you know, nine times a 10, it might be Candyman, uh, cameraman, or it might be, we don't know, but I'm just saying if they will, you know, like ass, they were sure were able to see that. Cause you know, it was, you know, them out, you know, got cheeks out a little bit. Okay. Cheeks out. So, you know, she did that, let it be known. So she is just giving us body performance, dropping on house, let it be known that maybe she knows Meg the Stallion or, you know, maybe, uh, you know, personally or Solange or somebody, <laughs> maybe her Solange me, because she has those knees. She might, it might, Solange, you know, her mind like did some workouts to get those knees together. Because, you know, if y'all remember the Beyonce homecoming uh, stream, and what was on there and you know the part they do drop it down low and it looked like Solange was a little bit able to go a little low bounce a little bit more to Beyonce like she you know she you know got them knees I mean Beyonce got them knees too Solange got them knees too a little bit more so I'm just saying I mean it was dope as heck but you know they were taking off people's, you know, edges off and everything, and everything. But it, it was just interesting to see how some people say, well, I don't like it. And they need to go solo and they balance off each other. But they're trying to make it seem like, you know, some people like they need to go solo. This person needs to go solo. But like I said, I need to finish watching the rest of that. But oh, I got to say that forgive me for something that was so powerful that Halle after the performance was like, Oh, okay, hi, uh, what's the next song? Oh, you know, it was very emotional. Um, I mean, that's how she talks. She talks very, she just has this, they both have like these very soft voices, but Holly is, you know, still, even as, you know, I mean, they're still young ladies, because I, you know, um, Chloe, I think is about 22, and I think Holly's, what, 19 or something like that. I know they're not, you know, they even though they look like, you. I mean, you could tell they're siblings, and they could be like, to me, per- personally, twin, but you know, you know, they're siblings. You know, they're closely related. You know, it's copy and paste, stamp, stamp, stamp. You know, they're siblings. Okay, but um, 
I, the reason why, like I said, I wanted to bring it up was the performance was it was very emotional, very powerful. Like I said, Helen was like, oh, you know, I just, uh, oh, okay, this is the next song we're supposed to sing. You know, because we were very emotional um, with the song, you know, uh, coming on. Because, you know, Holly was like, sing, sing the song, like I said. You know, you could tell in the voice, even in the movements, like, I, maybe she was letting the songs know, like, heck, I, you know, I'm, I'm angry as hell and letting you know what you're missing out on, or type of, them. maybe that's why she did it, but whatever it was, to me personally, it flowed, because some people are like, why did she do that? Well, I mean, she okay with this stuff, I mean, she is a grown adult, um, uh, you know, it ain't, I mean, it ain't like she's sitting here, she's a child, ain't somebody's place of worship or anything like do that, you know, I, that's how I looked at that, I just was like, oh, okay, she, okay, but like I said, you know, like I said, those they are very talented, and it's, they're able to balance what they do, uh, together, you know, they're like, you know, I'm a Libra, you know, like, they like the scales, but they balance each other out, you could, you know, I, both of them, you know, the group, um, to, as together as a duo, it's understandable why they're together as a group. It would actually, you know, people trying to push, oh, they should be solo, or go to be solo, or how to be solo. I, they work together, and it shouldn't be pushed, like, again, that whole thing of, like, you know, pushing a woman against each other, or, like, head, but especially when it comes to women, you know, especially black women, but, you know, so have another uh, podcast I may, may not do, but it's all about trying to push people away or make it competition where it's not needed or you know this is such things friendly competition but you're at the point where you know trying to make a person your enemy and stuff like that or whatever or distant when it doesn't mean distant if the sisters which you know it was cute i think how do we say sing it sis it was just it was just so cute adorable like i said i assume you finished watching that performance but it was just interesting how many people were trying to be go against them when they both balance each other out, whether it's singing, whether it is dancing, um, where it's just, it coordinates and blends together. Um, and it, you know, they harmonize and play instruments. I mean, I, like I said, it, 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 it's, 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 it's good where they're at. It, I, no, it's phenomenal. It is great where they're at. So I will be back listening to their stuff. Like I said, if, you know, that I don't, if the category, you know, how we have that labels, I think there's like, like I said, it remind me of soul. Like, you know, you enjoy a latte, a cappuccino soul, the vibe, or you smoke some good ass weed, you know, that type of vibe or a nice drink. Whether it's wine, you know, maybe Long Island tea, something like that. But they have this good ass vibe, or just even just drops. I mean, they are dope as heck, okay. And you know, like they kind of remind me of a cross between not to compare the trash, but they sisters too, okay. Beyonce Slanch, and it's just they the new the nearer song, and this just you know I know how to play to be. It's just they're phenomenal. Who they are, give the respect. respect to that maybe some people are taken by the fact that you know click was dropping like how to and you know it would turn around and you see this but not like i said is they you know they you know it's probably like look at this behind and like i said she was giving us body you know just gracing the screen but you know they're they're both like i said it's either they could be models both of them can you know i you know actually but i mean there are they're, they're just like I said, they're beautiful phenomena inside out. What I've seen, they are not, whatever they've not been the bit of tongue twist, problematic, or anything. Just like I said, just dope as hell. Okay, so 
anyways um how do y'all feel actually dealing with like you know the holidays um in this time dealing with Rona dealing with the fact of like you know dealing with the fact of like here we have to deal with um trying to adjust dealing in a minute because even though they got the shots and I ain't gonna lie to y'all I ain't um I ain't trying to get get it anytime soon, if ever. Just keeping it real. But the thing is, trying to adjust to possibly a permanent or semi-permanent new normal. How do you feel about Deuteronomy where, you know, some people, you know, do the safety measures that we have to still take. Some people can't even be around their families. And this is usually the time that some people are unfortunately lonely or feel alone because they don't have anybody, they don't have a house to go, you know, home to or they just by themselves. Or they may feel alone. They could be around people or mentally feel alone. I mean, I'm not, like I said, trying to have it down, but I just want to be, I know this may be cliches, whatever, but find something positive that makes you feel positive. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, if you even bring it to Bryce, read a, you know, a good book, whatever. Um, you know, watch something, whatever. I mean, there is, it, it does, you know, it does get it's tough, especially around this time. Not only just riddle the Rona, but the side effects of the Rona. You know, the financial situation, the safety minister, it's just a lot of things. So I hope y'all guys, y'all, y'all guys and girls, just people all together, okay? You know, to be positive even during this time, y'all. I just hope, you know, I know it's cliche that we always said next year better be better. I'm just going to manifest permanent. Now, next year will be ready, and it's going to be where the money resides. Where the money resides. <laughs> and if y'all know what the heck, um, I don't maybe that's where, um, maybe that needs to be the title of this. I was going to say the holiday heart, the holiday special. Um, yeah, I'll probably the title, but this, you know, where the money resides. So, um, I just want to put that out there to manifest this better because 2020 has been a lot of shit going on, okay? Where it's trying to get adjusted, you know, everything has been affected and affected a lot of our aspects. Like that, I mean, there's all there has been people who've been actually able to maintain, where they've been able to get better and able to get that, that bread, or you know, able to still achieve certain things, but. You know, I'm just trying to, you know, say something positive about, you know, I, I know simple to say that, but just trying to manifest because words do have power. Oh, okay, y'all. Um, I know this is random, but have y'all heard about Victoria Monet? No, it's nothing bad. I know she's expecting of her child, but she's a phenomenal writer too. I just recently, you know, but you listen to Spotify and a recommendation of some of the songs and there's a song called ask like that that's such a chill song you just talk about like embracing the love of your body and be body and you got a nice ass like that and um i have just a song she's just so cool and she, i know she's wrote like some of those popular co-wrote song song phenomenal songwriter she wrote some of those popular song on the end of grande and all this stuff and um yeah so i'm looking right now speaking of that i didn't want to bring up something sad but i felt it was very important to talk about what i was just talking about recently about this being a time where, you know, Christmas slash Rona can sometimes take a toll on us, most of us, some of us, in this time. 
Taraji P. Henson reveals she was about thought about taking her own life during the pan epidemic. And this was rate, uh, well, written by Jay uh, Whiteside, December 23rd, 2020. Okay, Taraji Henson has been discussing mental health on her new Facebook show, Peace of Mind with Taraji. And recently, she revealed some of the personal thoughts she had during the pan epidemic. While speaking with the psychologist, Dr. Uh, LaShonda Green, and her friend, co-host Tracy J, Taji revealed that she contemplated taking her own life. She said, for a couple days, I couldn't get out of bed. I didn't care. That's, that's not me. Then I started having thoughts about ending it. She continued to explain it happened two nights in a row. She then mentioned that she had recently purchased a gun and as she recalled that dark moment, she said she thought to herself, well, if I can go in there right now, just end it all because I wanted it to be over. Taji also mentioned that how she thought it would affect her son and remember thinking it to herself, he's grown, he'll get over it. And many that she felt ashamed about her thoughts, Taji mentioned that she knew she had to verbally say uh, verbally say her thoughts out loud to someone else. People were calling me. I wasn't responding, she said. I just didn't care. Finally, I'm ta- talking to one of my girlfriends and I knew I was smart enough to say, I have to say it. Expressing that later she felt a sense of relief, Dr. Dream assured that unhealthy thoughts are, are common and talking with someone else can be a helping factor. Check out what Taji had to say below. And this is episode two. Okay, as we uh, previously reported, Tamar Braxton recently joined Tyler Hudson Henson on the show and shared her own experience as she attempted to take her life this her take her life this past summer. She later took to social media to thank Taji for her platform and allow her to share experiences. Okay, and. Before we go anywhere, I want to list like suicide subdivisions because I'm not gonna lie, y'all. I have dealt and been diagnosed with depression, so I understand about having sometimes those moments like that, which I have been receiving consistent February since October 2016. My doctor asked I wanted to talk to somebody because I was an issue where my health was affecting me when I was still going attending college. And I said yes, and they offered me a program, and I've been blessed to go there ever since. And I did go to therapy before for a year or something. In 2013, March, I started going to, and when they were like, okay, at that time I was misdiagnosed with adjustment disorder. And, um, and, um, so I, it kind of like, I mean, I did have help. But then it kind of like it, you know, didn't help me. You know, sometimes when you go for help, you sometimes have to search, you know, and go through multiple people in order to get help. Because, you know, there's some people who brush off where they may help. And some people brushed off as like, you know, always kind of looking still at mental illness um, as stigma, which is sad and disturbing. But there are people who deal with this. It may be one or multiple um, things of trauma and maybe you know what they call quote quote chemical imbalance or maybe other factors but it's you know even right now where some people who weren't even depressed but dealing like I said with the side effects of Rona some uh, the effects of Rona 
and how it's affected our lives in most cases, most of our lives, that takes a toll as well. Just like Charlie Henson, like you're thinking like, okay, she's talented, she's beautiful, she was on a popular show, even though recently, sadly, months ago, she and her fiancé, or ex-former fiancé, called it quits. Um, that you don't know what people are going through. And if people are dealing with, say, well, one or more mental, like, illness, um, illnesses, or, you know, may, you know, may need help in the health, you know, mental health department, that does not mean, like, they should be disposed or treated as a disgusting disturbing or, you know, the children of the devil, you know, just ridiculous. But what I want to say is the National Suicide Prevention Hotline, which is 800 800- 273-8255. Again, it's 800-273-8255. Okay? I mean, I hope it helps. Maybe I will put it in the link as well. I mean, under the thing. Um, as far as, like, you know, being able to hopefully get started and, you know, like, Googling, like, they do have help even say you don't have insurance to get help you know you could possibly get mental help you do have to go through an assessment like depending on what county whatever you're at in the United States you know and if you qualify they will give like free mental help you know try to search and if one place don't work out try to go and search as many can if you need to say talk to somebody and or may need to get certain medication or medications I'm sorry, y'all didn't mean to be uh, dark with this. I just, I'm just going by what needed to be said because that is, you know, something that some of us go through or have witnessed and or have witnessed that with our loved ones or somebody who may be going through something. Okay. And, um, let, let me say, uh, but by the way, y'all, this is going to be a late ass do segment oh you know real quick so let me get into it this is actually blast for the plasma i mean late ass news it was just really i thought about it y'all is this particular story you know but it's like what people do for me money type of story but let's get into it in a second Okay, y'all. Now, I don't know if y'all remember this story, but this, I didn't even know this came out almost as, you know, like around, well, it was New Year's, almost New Year's Eve, but it was around December, okay? This is from CBS News, and I remember seeing news stories about it. Lying lottery lady comes clean. December the 30th, 2003, 10 a.m., but CBS, they don't say exactly who wrote this article. A woman said through tears Thursday that she lied about losing the winning ticket 
for a hundred and sixty-two million dollar live prize award to another woman. Which the other woman that actually won this lottery ticket, if y'all heard about the story, was also black. Okay. Elsie Battle, Elisa Battle, 40 of Cleveland, is dropping her lawsuit to block payment of the Mega Millions jackpot to the certified winner, said her lawyer Sheldon Stark. Now, I remember this when she was all crying on the news, talking about, you know, you know, taking it. That was my money, and I lost the ticket and everything. She claimed like she dropped the lottery ticket somewhere she bought it, and basically said this other woman had stole the actual winner, had stole this ticket. She said, I wanted to win, Battle said. The numbers were so underwhelming. I did buy a ticket, and I lost I wanted to win so bad for my kids and my family. I apologize. Now, they actually did a clip a couple of years ago where she did an update where, you know, she's sad, you know, like she still deals with the negativity effects of lying and saying, like, this woman stole and getting a lawyer and everything going on in the news and everything. <laughs> but also with this, um, she, she be- ended up becoming a boxer. She said, okay, Battle has also filed, had filed a police report saying she lost a ticket, possibly, possibly when she dropped her purse outside a convenience store. The lottery collector Rebecca Jimson, 34, of a suburban of South of Houston, the winner on Tuesday. Battle said she wanted to use the money to help her family and, and recently laid off, uh, recently laid off Cleveland, uh, officers, police officers. I'm just looking like this, like, okay, she apologized, Jimison, her lawyer, her lawyer, and her husband. I'm not a bad person. I'm really not, she said. Everyone has a past. South Lisa Police has said earlier this week, after Jimison was certified, that they were investigating whether Battle could be charged with lying on a police report and missing her punishable up to 30 to 6 months in jail. Y'all, I know this is a story, but I remember... If y'all have listened to my podcast this summer and how I had to deal with, I was actually charged with, I can laugh at it now, but I was charged originally with two misdemeanors for some asshole ass person who was police person that I'd never seen that left, you know, my car, you know, my coat, my past car was in front of the house and has been there for a year, but gave me these two tickets as if I was driving a vehicle, which was not even humanly possible because the car has not worked in the whole year and nor was I even in the car and it was parked in front of the house. Uh, okay, but I just stole it. So I definitely know about the misdemeanor. Now, of course, they took it off my record and every damn thing, but I still had to pay a fee of $240 because for improper, you know, for improper plate. That was some BS. I'm like, what the hell? If I'm at least gonna do all this, at least actually have me driving all this stuff. What the hell? That that still kind of takes me off to this day. I'm, okay, Dennis Key Kennedy, director of the lot, uh, Ohio Lottery, has said that the lottery's confined Jimison had purchased ticket, had purchased a ticket, not found it. Jimison provided another lottery ticket purchase at the same time and location. It had a lottery ticket that showed that she had played the same numbers in the prior driving Kennedy said. Um, it, it just was messed up about the whole story, but I just had thought about the other day about that lady. Okay, now, um, 
and it'll be probably not in this podcast, but in another podcast, I will talk about Dave Chappelle and recently, which was last month, um, that Dave Chappelle show, the, the basically the beef that came with Dave Chappelle show and Dave Chappelle, like I said, hopefully if I get through all these stories, but which means I had to do multiple podcasts, y'all will hear the other story about Dave Chappelle. But recently, now this is on a website from fox8.com, Dave Chappelle to buy former Ohio station turned to a comedy club. Y'all Springs, Ohio. Okay. Comedian Dave Chappelle is set to open a comedy club where... Oh, in what was formerly the Miami Township Fire Station, Ohio comedian Dave Chappelle speaks on Joy Floyd in a surprise Netflix special. Oh, you know what, y'all? That's me being sleepy. Then you know how they got a link to another article, and I'm reading it, and the way they got it, even though it's highlighted, so it's hyphenated where you can go probably directly to that link. I'm reading it as if it's a part of the article. My bad, y'all. The Yellow Springs of Development the Corporation said Monday that they finalized agreement to sell the fire station to Iron Tables Holding LLC owned by owned by Chappelle. A YSDC said the agreement came after a several month long process during uh, which which interested buyers interest buyers were first asked to submit a, pr- a primary development plan to the YSDC fire uh, uh, station subcommittee. Interested parties later toured the facility and presented detailed business and agricultural plans for the building. The presentations were evaluated on several criteria, including job creation, lower impact, environmental impact, and diversity. Uh, uh, YSDC set Iron Table Holdings LLC rate highest in the criteria of profits, wages, uh, taxes, environmental impact, local impact, diversity, and COVID-19 considerations. The agreement is the first community-based transaction the corporation has carried out. So, I think that's pretty dope. We'd be able to make, you know, of course, have to make it safe. I don't know when they're going to start production and stuff like that of it. But that's kind of, that's pretty dope. That, um, that that happened. By the way, since I already talked about Chloe and Crash of Life for probably about 20 minutes, this was, this is actually called meow.com. And since I'm going through the tabs to talk about their, their performance, and this is flat out how this is. This is about Jules Carter Lauder. This was published. Uh, Period Central Time. They got the Army Hour. So I don't know, 21, 25, December 22nd, 2020. And it says, should Chloe and Holly split? Clement Slam, Clement Slam for asking Duel to start solo careers after a virtual event. You insane? Yeah, I want to ask that too. Because that's... Okay, anyway. Chloe and Holly, the swiftly rising contemporary R and B, the sister duo, compromise of Chloe and Holly, Holly ba- Bailey. The, you know, I always get the name is because it's so trying to come to Holly. You be wanting to say Barry sometimes. Maybe that's just me. Recently performed at virtual concert. Unfortunately, the concert was met with much anger from numerous fans. Oh. Mm, they fans, all right. Chloe and Holly performed several of their famous songs, such as "Forgive Me." Okay, okay, like I said, that that was a fire performance. And cool people on December twenty second, a virtual private show exclusive for Rising Up members. The Rising Up event began on October the twentieth. Featured concerts running through the months until December. The all-female lineup, including artists such as Moran Morris, never heard. Okay, 
I think actually Clue and Howard is the only people I've actually heard of about this lineup. Brittany Howard, Brittany, uh, um, Brittany Charlie, Jesse Rez, Julissa Barrini, uh, Carol G, and Maggie Rogers. Julio Halley took to the stage as the final act. Early in October, Rising Chief Media Officer John Nitti said in a statement, We're proud to celebrate this stellar all-female lineup that continues to advance Rising's commitment to celebrating female voices on and off stage, according to Globe Newswire. In the absence of in- live, in-person events, now is the perfect time to award our Rising Up members with the live music experience they crave and exclu- exclusive access to the artists they love virtually. Although the the event aimed at celebrating the diversity of women's voices, the Cleo and Hello show had drawn a lot of criticism from many viewers, although there are many fans who are backing the sisters. Numerous Clear and Holly fans have been pouring a slew of angry comments against those who believe that now it is time for the sisters to split up and gain solo careers. That's what I'm saying. Trying that's what when Cleo and Helly go solo, I think they'll both be successful be successful. Okay, again, why are they p- pushing this? The benefit of different lanes and equal talent set one. Another said the thick sister, it, she has a name, and Cl- Carla Harry is going to go solo. Bookmark this tweet. And that is so many layers. Oh, well, because she is thicker and has body, body, body. Well, both of them do, but you know what I mean? She, you know, she's a little bit thicker. She has a name, but what does it mean just because she has a little bit more body, yada, yada, to, uh, to some folks? Um, what does that, why would that mean she would have to go solo or try to break up the group just because, you know, kind of like in a way, stereotyping her because she has a certain body, a figure, position, body image? What the hell? Layer, some people. Okay. Nothing else. Okay. Then somebody said, well, okay, yeah, they're, they're showing the tweet. Oh, and. Oh, they're showing also the time stamp, you know, like the actual, um, you know, thing of the per- a person. And this is actually a woman who said this comment. It's Chloe and Hallie, as in Chloe and Hallie. Now, this is a fan adding, as they're never going to break up. So, so go pay your bills and pray, pray, uh, pray it was the 90s again. Okay. There's another way. To everybody that continues to try to separate Chloe and Hallie, um, wh- why not support? while not supporting why they are oh this is interesting they censor the word choke you know you see ch you know the little an astic or whatever little star thing and ke respectively says uh, says a fan while another writes and the way y'all treat hallie like she's some sort of background vocalist because she's a different type of performer is so tired of knowing now i didn't know this neither like i don't know why to keep trying because i've seen the comments like give a go you know like you know give this sister this and why y'all treat something like this i don't <sighs> again some people try to make a mess where somewhere is clean and you know some people need to mind their business it is unlimited it is something that never expires learn how to mind your business people okay it is great it is phenomenal it is one of the best gifts mind your business okay it comes in all sizes. It comes from magnum to even small. You know what I'm saying? You know, they, you know, you may want a refund if pettiness is involved, okay? Conflict is involved, okay? But I'm just saying, it always can mind your business, okay? Anyways, Cleo X Holly. Cleo and Holly. Not Cleo Fisher and Holly or the other way around. What, what's not clicking? That's what I'm saying. They are together. It is, you know, 
one fair share before y'all get in y'all get on y'all be Aztec exes tonight maybe they meant to say bitching because i just see a b and then a bunch of edible Aztec stars whatever tonight the duo is cleo and Haley. correct y'all are being mad we're trying to get chloe to split just because she's embracing the sanctuary for herself and no one else that's what i'm saying is it's like body shame is a is shaming her sexuality is shaming her as a person and she's still seeing her ass off while showing that she has lovely cheeks and you know if i was able to squ- <laughs> squat you know like i said it you know i it, again and it's just, the person will say they are sisters they are not destiny's child are y'all f effing fucking insane? But it's f a lot of star 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 street insane. Okay, another person. I know it's all the quotes they have so far are women. Okay, another follow caught on those who want the sister split as not true friends fans. Yeah, I see that too. Half the people that are saying Cole, Cole is a good solo and that hell is on her back is people that never listen to their music to begin with. Bingo. Or if they have, they are miserable and just want to cause conflict because the issues that they have within themselves. No, that's my little input. They saw curves and got interested. A bunch of weirdos. Oh, okay. Coley and Holly signed signed that contract as Coley and Holly, and Beyonce don't play by her coin. They still got a couple albums left because of that contract. So as long as those checks go out to Coley and Holly, Coley and Holly are going to make sure their kids keep coming. No splits said, added another fan. And also, too, is I think they just blend where they've been. You know, some people, they could be consistent and be around each other for some term. They mean the long term. You know, they can go for a long, long ass time being around each other, whether it's business or personal slash, you know, romantic or personal slash their, you know, family slash bestie friend, whatever type of thing. Um, or sometimes it could be two out of three or all the above. Okay. We have, um, we have to second the aforementioned fans. The topic of them going solo has been brought up a few times in comments of social media over the years, but there is really no need. The item, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, rings a lot of truth here, especially since the dude has been going strong with a long fandom since the debut and more, more so this year. Right. Commotion Speak 2020 saw the release of their song off album, which included one of the most successful songs to date, namely Do It. You know, I I had to Google, I know, the lyrics of Do It because, I mean, every time I see this in radio stuff, when the part when Chloe is singing, the first verse especially, and then Holly, I mean, it's beautiful, but it's I can't sometimes understand what they're saying. Heck, there's some songs that came out when I was a kid, and I'm an 80s baby, and I still had to finally Google and been singing the wrong damn songs all these parts all these years. But the part where she'd be like, did you know? I'm thinking she's saying, you know, I got take a picture, you know, and don't show no legs. And she's saying that basically she's fixed her head secure. It's like money in the bank. That's what she's saying. But I'm thinking that she said, I'm going to take a picture and make sure, make sure I don't show no legs. Okay, so anyway, y'all, apart from their success, there's a, the dignity factor. Could you live Could you live with spinning from your ceiling when you combine the careers that are strong together? So what do y'all think, y'all? I just wanted to um, bring that up as well. Uh, like I said, they, they seem to be good with that, but like I said, some people are trying, you know, to basically to make mud and splash it all over and stuff, okay? Just, huh. 
But um, anyways, I think this is going to be all today. I'm not going to release daily. Like I said, hopefully I might make multiple um, podcasts for y'all to enjoy. But I just want to sit here and stick my head out. So I really didn't talk about anything. But before I go, y'all, when I'm talking about where the money resides. Now, I didn't honestly find out what the hell this was until I was watching, I bring, I do bring up YouTube a lot when I talk about the videos, because originally I started as a YouTuber and, um, you know, some of my content comes from them, the YouTubers, which I give credit. Okay. Um, but I was watching Bondi Blue, one of her videos, and she was talking, she was actually doing a review, I think, of the Real Housewives of, uh, Housewives of the new franchise, which is, um, the, or the Housewives of Salt Lake City, and she was talking about when the money resides, when the money resides, I'm like, it was funny, even though I didn't know where the hell it was coming from, so I'm up here, you know, Oh, you know, sliding out a timeline, and I think I searched a hashtag or something, and I happened to see, I think, Armar Keys and Sway, the remix god, you know, they be doing remixes and stuff, like, you know, like, with a famous, like, for example, the, you know, with, um, Gardner B with the coronavirus, or beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, and all this other stuff, you know, and just be able to almost make a remix out of anything thing, or make a song out of almost everything thing, okay? But... And make it sound hype as hell. You know, you be wanting to, you know, to dance. Or at least, even if it, you know, just mentally you're dancing. But anyways. So, I am seeing that they even make a remix. But they show the original verse. And then they slide it in. And make, you know, kind of almost like a bounce mix. And this is like. And then they also, like I said, I bring up also Double Toaster. Which I already found on YouTube. And then I watched their show. They also have it in a podcast format. But, you know, the show to talk like various topics and stuff and different reviews and all this stuff, whatever. They're funny as hell. And they've actually been out for years, but they've been double toasted for I think like six or seven years. But I had found the beginning of this year. But anyways, y'all, they also talked about it. By that time, I heard fighters, so it is catchy as hell. So anyway, y'all, it's actually a car commercial. And you got this guy, you, you see, you know, it's showing the back of a Honda SUV, right, y'all? And... You see a guy, you see these, you know, these feet, you know, these legs come out and he's coming out the trunk and he's like, where the money resides, where the, <laughs> and singing a couple times. And you know, he got these maroon pants and the shirt and he just like poke on the side. He let you know, and he got like an accent to sound like he come from Louisiana. He sound like he come from the, the South. Now maybe stereotype that might, might, might be wrong because some people say, I sound like I come from the South. And surprising y'all. I was born and raised in Detroit. I, I'm not from the South. Both my parents are from the South. My mom from Alabama, she came up here when she was six. My dad came up here when he was around 16, 17 years old. So if anything, if I have an accent, most of my dad's so strong, my mom, you know, he'd be sliding out, you know, he could peekaboo, you know, her accent sometimes, whatever, right? But that's where I got it from. And I mean, a couple years ago, um, someone was watching one of my videos and they thought I was from down south, but it's not the first time. They more so said it years ago. People have, you know, didn't know where I came from and thought I'm from the down south. So I could be wrong. So I don't want to sit here and stereotype say this man. I mean, he sound like he's from the south, but he, like I said, some people say I'm from the south as well. And I'm not from there. I just have fam, both my parents, you know, my mom from Alabama, okay, you know, try to be careful because I don't want to like sing too much or whatever. But anyway, y'all, 
Um, he up here, you know, got passed. He was like, you know, basically he let you know he would get on a good deal. You got bid numbers. He, you know, got other company place, and you know, you get four hundred dollars off, and you know. He got it. You could count going him because you know Mary. Mary had little man. I do follow him on Instagram because that's hilarious. He like Mary had a little lamb. That's on Mary had a little lamb, and he back here where the money resides. Okay, the, like I said, it's catchy as hell. And then you can actually in the background the instrumental. If y'all heard about this classic, and I think it came out in 2014, and they had a versus right. And that's a whole nother thing. I watch as most as I can. I watch at least about hour because it was it was long as heck. It was the bay you know it was basically oakland and the bay right and they real good friends anyway i think they best friends whatever almost like you know brothers from another mother probably daddy you know thing with too short and e40 living legends and man that that it was hype as hell okay i usually don't watch the verses or you know i sometimes i watch i never watched it from beginning to end if i do watch some of them but anyways it still was good as hell and so um yeah, it came out. The reason why I'm bringing that up because it came out around that time. Wait, 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 wait. No, that's the wrong song. I'm up here thinking it was the show. No, it's you know that the two short song that did with Lil John. That's not the song. That's totally different. That shake that monkey monkey song because he did songs with both Lil John and E Ford. But the song he did this with um Yin Yang Twins. Huh? <laughs> you know. They look, they legends. I mean, I, I think that when uh, Rona was still was out, they were on the, I you know the B two K like tour, and they, I don't know if it was supposed to be a, Mar- a Marion would have been able to carry out that tour. Were they on that tour then? But I mean, they were part of that tour. But anyways, it's a sake of like a sock check instrumental, so it actually even makes it more like catchy. Money, money resides, and you hear the instrumental of this classic song, sake like a salt shaker instrumental so it because it, it's where the money resides so apparently whatever dealership that he is like the manager or owner and or slash owner of or whatever the heck's going on it's where the money resides you know but it's catchy as heck just pursed out every third thing it makes me like even though you know i per you know uh wouldn't get a honda i'm not trying to you know to like get y'all who got Hondas or nothing like that, but I'm just saying, like, I would even be thinking about possibly even wanting to get a Honda or get a car from just because this person that has the song. And speaking of like commercials, y'all, that stood out, um, this might be one only people in Michigan knew about. Uh, me, y'all, one, me and Grove, anybody, it, be, it was a cartoon with the guy with a banjo and his dog start coming. It'd be go one to come telegraph or right now, get a good deal. But that wasn't like a national one. But y'all, do y'all remember that one? It's like a mini mall. Oh, yeah. That's what I gotta say with that one. So, anyway, y'all, I'm about to get out of here. Hugs and loves. Happy holidays and all the above. I plan on, I'm not going to say which day, but to do as much, give y'all a couple more podcasts before we can kick this year off and get in the year to manifest that it's going to be better because 2021 is going to be where the money resides. Okay, but anyway, I love y'all. God bless positive vibes. And I'm going to get off of here. Take care. Stay safe. You know, wear masks going, you know, make sure, you know, Stay cool. We're going to get through his positive vibes. And I will see y'all in the next one. Peace.